episode number five, currency for currency. Today's discussion for tomorrow's financial freedom is titled scared money. In today's climate, people are scared, scared to go outside, scared to say who they voted for, scared to spend money. The question is, what is scaring you? Are you carrying around scared money or are you making your money work for you? Join us as we discuss the MMH factors and give you golden nuggets on how to cash in on your currency. We'll get to the point of whether you're scared of your truth or living fully in your reality. Let's get into it. Currency for currency, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Currency for Currency, and this is the place where you get today's discussion for tomorrow's financial freedom. I'm Nyosha, and I'm joined by my amazing co-host, none other than Miss Momoney. Hello, everybody. Hello, Nyosha. How we doing? I am awesome. Awesome. How are you, Mo? What's what's happening in Mo's world? Everything is good. You know, it's a little tense, you know, the last couple of days with the election. Oh my gosh. Tense is not even the word. It's unbelievable right now is is what's happening. It's it's unfathomable. It's um You couldn't make this incredible. up. You couldn't. In, you can't, you in really your can't. It's very very, it's spooky. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's scary. I, it is. It is scary. It, and you know what? It's. It's. I don't want to use the word entertaining, but I can't pull my way self away from the TV. No. I, can't, I, need I feel like I haven't been sleeping days. You know, I've been yeah up around the clock, like listening to see if there are any final vote tally vote tallies or, you know, just any sense of reason to stop all of this madness. Right. I'm going to be honest. I was literally up all night. I feel like it was watch night service. Remember back in the day in church and prayed all night and you stayed up and you prayed the new year in and I literally stayed up. Um, I drifted off a couple of times, but Mm -hmm. been up all night and um, there's a real reason to be concerned. Absolutely. Absolutely. (sighs) Crazy times. I, I And, you know, we all do have to stay vigilant for many different reasons um, just across the board. So, you know, shout out to everybody that went out and exercised their right to vote. That's right. That's right. That's right. Went in person or you did a mail-in ballot. You know, your vote, every vote counts. Every vote matters. And our democracy is, is what it is. And at the end of the day, a winner will be declared because of our democracy. So kudos to everybody on that front. Well, you know, I have to piggyback on that. And also because um, um, my son is in college and he's yeah. one of those mailing. It's his first time mailing in. He's yeah. only 20 and it's his first time not voting, but it's first time voting for a president and probably the most important vote Mm. in a hundred years in either direction as far as I'm concerned at this time and to say that his vote doesn't count because he's currently at school right getting his education is crazy to say that 
to say that, um, you know, this is the way things work. It's always worked. If, if we have an issue, let's take care of that issue on non-voting years and then let's be adults. Right. And, and another thing I want to say is I also want to congratulate everybody that voted, whether you're a veteran voting, voter like myself, or it's your first time voting, for whatever reason and for whoever you voted for, mm -hmm. we're here for that. And um, congratulations on that. And, um, you know, this is America and this is how things are done. Absolutely. And let's not forget about our poll workers and the incredible men and women who are actually counting all these ballots. Like, man, they are doing their thing. They are relentlessly committed and steadfast in their efforts. And I thank you all and applaud your efforts. So shout out to all the poll workers again. Just this is a great day when we can see the democracy at work. You know. Right, right. And, and, and the whole idea of democracy, because we hear that word. Right. We a K-N-O-W for it. Mm. We're counting. They're counting because you count. You matter. You matter in the equation. And what democracy does is say you self-govern your your own self. We're, we self-govern ourselves by doing elections and right. saying who I, we want to be our leaders. Right. And that we don't have a dictatorship, right. but we have a democracy. So you count what you think count. You put money into this government through your taxes. So mm. you're paying for this. Right. And in fact, you are self-governing yourself when you go out and you vote. So every vote, as you can see, counts. And a lot Absolutely. of people didn't feel like it. And one quick more thing while we're talking about voting. It doesn't stop with the presidential, now that we by this time have president, but also in two years, mm -hmm. that counts as well. So the down ballot really, votes. Right, exactly. Right. So people always say, oh, the president, the president, the president. Right. But it's important that we have the voting basically every two years we have. And people right. say, oh, you got the big one, the little one, the little one doesn't matter. Yes, it right. does. It does matter. It all matters. So you everybody know. that came out, I'm sorry, but anybody that came out and voted this time, try to find at least one person that didn't vote for whatever reason. They, maybe they weren't um, registered. Maybe they couldn't get there. Maybe they misunderstood. And go out and be ready and to do this again in two years. I'm sorry for Absolutely. cutting. No, it's okay. It's perfectly fine. You're passionate about what he's saying and I feel it and I agree with it and it matters and not just in two years but every time an election come up your city officials your government officials you know the the senate and the councilmen like we have to vote all of these officials in and this pandemic has shown us if nothing more we need to have responsible individuals in charge people that are fiscally responsible that are mentally sound that have our interests and not their own self-interest at heart so keep that in mind and don't let you know government and the unprecedented ways of the administration and government today scare you because we, as you mentioned, are in charge. We, the people. So we have to remember that. Don't be scared of it. Don't be afraid. You know, make your voice, your, your issue, your concerns, your vote count. 
And we see it. This is this is history in the making. History in the making. So, we gonna we gonna tell our kids about it. So uh, my my little ones, right? They were right. like, I want to go. I want to go vote too. You going to vote? You gonna vote? <laughs> and I said, you will vote, baby. You will vote when you get a little older. You will vote, and we're gonna talk about this vote right here because it's so important. And who knows? Maybe she or he will one day run for president. You know, they and have that option. The possibilities is out there. You had a black that's president. Yeah, you've had a white, pre- a black man president. Mm-hmm. Yeah you know a, a white man president we have a, a black woman vice president um Absolutely. you know we almost have Hillary. at that right 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 and, and biracial both um um obama and harris but Absolutely. hillary also won the popular vote yes she did she did when the slavery uh um college vote thing that we got going on that needs to be changed also oh you're talking about the electoral college right maybe we need to mm-hmm. slow that's one of those slow down moments we need to have yeah slow down moments we don't went all the way off a tangent but this is important and we wanted to talk about it and just listen it's currency current events right see what your ears can hear and how it affects your money that's what this show is is all about so we had to talk about it right because it's what's happening right now and people are scared and speaking of scared i want to talk about scared money right because people just don't know what to do right now and it's you know what's weird is that amidst the uncertainty of the election outcome the stock market is going crazy right right stock market is going crazy but people well, well, are like break that down slow it down slow it down when you say the stock market is going crazy when for example when trump mm-hmm. said that he won the presidency mm-hmm. the stock market dove it's it 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 went down right and it rebounded when the numbers started came out the truth came out the numbers started to change and shift in biden's favor the stocks just started to rally they started to go up and i mean they haven't seen highs like this in many months okay let's let's slow down again because we're going fast what does it mean? Why do we say, you say, well, I don't do in stock. I don't trade stock. How mm-hmm. does that affect you personally? The stock market, when the stock market is doing well, right. that means jobs are created. Mm-hmm. That means a lot of us are not currently working. So why are we getting excited when we may not have uh, money in the stock with the Dow or what have you? Because when the stock market goes up, People start getting a job, buying houses, um, having money again. The economy is changing. It's currency and moving. Currency is moving. So right. that's why we get excited. But you have to really say to yourself, when Trump um, announced that he won, what does the people that deal with money know that the stock market People got the richest people in the world got mm-hmm. very nervous mm-hmm. when they said Trump for another four years. The stock market went down. 
what do they know? Even if we don't understand, right? That is almost like a thermometer in your mouth, right? And you see the temperature going up. It's 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 actually a scale of something is going terribly wrong, right? When the stock market. That's why it's important. And also, what happens is what happens in the stock market also affects the interest rates. And that's that, that was my segue back into you know, what we talk about in regards mm -hmm. to money, housing, interest rates, mm -hmm. and what does that mean? I'm gonna let you talk and then we're gonna, we, I just wanna keep slowing us down because our feedback is that we go too fast. So I'm just trying to bring it down. Well, yes, our feedback is that we go very deep. We take a lot of deep dives, right? And so that's why I recap and give the nuggets at the end because there is a lot of information. And y'all, we just, we're so engraved in this stuff. We get excited when we start talking about it. You can hear our enthusiasm, you know, through the, the, the podcast. But when we get in our grooves, we just go. And so people really have questions and they want to know more information. So we're going to definitely try to slow it down and identify a lot more key points for you all so that everybody can keep up. Whether you're the novice uh, investor, somebody looking to just get into the market, buy a house or figure out your money, you know, you're on the median scale or hey, you may be a high roller and just looking for some fresh ideas or way to reinvest, right? right? So getting back to the topic at hand today, scared money. I have a quote, scared money, they say, right? Don't make money. No, it don't. <laughs> but here's my caveat and here's my quote. Yeah, this, this, it, a, this is a, a navigation official right here. Scared money don't make money, but dumb money can't spend money. Mm. Mm. Talk mm -hmm. about it. And why can't you spend well, money? Well, dumb money can spend money, but they reckless. <laughs> mm. when, you, when, you, when you have dumb money, you can't spend the money because you don't have the money, right? Right, right. Your the company, money's not yours. The money's not yours. You're an indentured server, right? Your credit is just a hindrance to any and everything that you could possibly dream up. And you wasted your talents, basically. Yeah, that, there you go. Have that word talent came back. Ah, <laughs> you see that, right? Right, right. Wasted your talents. So the, the premise behind that quote, and I use it in, in this vein, people are scared to put their money out there because they don't know, they don't know how to condition themselves they to the be responsible. To, they don't have the knowledge to empower their self mm -hmm. with their talents. With their talents. I love how you phrase that. So right. they're scared to, to spend their money, but they go out and they make poor decisions. And when you make poor decisions, you get horrible results. Mm -hmm. And so when you have those horrible results, now you're limited in what it is that you can do, mm -hmm. right? Because you've been out there spending frivolously. Right. You've been out there, you know, racking up horrible credit, not paying your bills. You've not set up auto payments. So you get a whole bunch of late payments 
on your credit report. And then when you try to go and get a house or do a refinance, you have 12 or 15 late payments that are showing up multiple times because you didn't set up an automatic payment thinking that they were going to take any and every amount out of your bank account. Let's talk about that for a moment. So what am I saying? People are scared to set up automatic payments because they are under the assumption the bank will take any and whatever amount they want out of your account every month. The bank doesn't have the authority to do that. They don't. They don't. You set up the amount that the bank is to take out of your account the day that they are to take out the account. And And the amount. The amount. That's what I said. And if it's going to be a recurring event. So if it's going to be automatic every month on the 5th, on the 15th, on the actual due date, you set up what that amount is going to be. If it's going to be the minimum payment, if it's going to be the minimum payment plus $50, plus $25, if it's going to be the full balance, you determine what that amount is going to be. So automatic payments are a saving grace for someone that doesn't have a great memory, someone that is not very responsible with paying their bills on time, and someone who's trying to build a track record of positive repayment history. Okay, whoa, whoa. We're gonna slow, <laughs> we're gonna slow Nyosha down because you hit a whole bunch of good nuggets, and I love that. Um, in regards to one of the things I needed to do is yeah. I went on and I did minimum payment due. Okay. All my cards. And I did. And what happens is that we, you hear it all the time. Humans are creatures of habit. Habit. Mm -hmm. So if you are not in the habit of paying your bills on time and you have bad credit, the best thing you can do, the best hour of your life Hmm. is to (laughs) sit down and set it up where they come and get your money out of the count. Think of it like this. F-R-E-E. And that's Mm-mm. another word I play around with. Because free mm-hmm. is the best word unless it's fat-free, sugar-free, or work-free. <laughs> I don't, not interested in any of those. But free, now you have someone helping you for free, you helping yourself for free and making sure those payments get there. Mm-hmm. And it's seamless and thoughtless and you can be about your way. You don't have to worry about stamps. Hello. Get no nasty COVID envelopes. Mm. Put it in, in snail mail. <laughs> sitting down and going through it every month. Are you kidding me? You give it one hour, will and that one hour will run here to the eternity. At least try it for yeah. the first six months here, and it makes a difference. Everything is on time. And you look at your bills and say, "When does it do?" Right. If you on the eighth, then I want to pay it on the sixth. Right. At Six o'clock on the sixth of every month. Each one has a certain amount of time. And then it's you set it and and forget it. And then this is another thing. You were saying automatic. So you know, every once in a while we gotta throw a song in there. It's like automatic systematic. You remember that song? No, I don't. Oh, see. Come on, I was getting into somebody, it. Give me a little more. Give me a little more. Come somebody on. else will give you. No, I ain't gonna do you. Know, automatic, do. systematic. Right. So it's automatic. It is a system that you're doing. But some somebody knows what I'm talking about in regards to that song. So. <laughs> All yeah. right, we gotta look. We gotta look that one up. So, you know what I was thinking about when you were saying it. 
you talk about being scared, right? Why wouldn't you want to have something work seamlessly? Without, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you want something on autopilot? Mm-hmm. If you wouldn't want it on autopilot, if you didn't know it was going to be there, if it didn't have a landing place. And so what do I mean by that landing place? Will the funds actually be there to automatically be withdrawn every month? Right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we're going back to the talents because you got to make sure that your talent is up to par and it's where it needs to be. So you're putting that talent in the right place every month consistently, right? But if you're out here practicing with frivolous spending, no accountability, what did we talk about last time? You know, writing things down, writing right, things right. down. Having some accountability, some insight, K-N-O-W, knowing where your money is going every month. If you don't know that, then how can you say, I can automatically make this payment without me even thinking about it? Because what the reverse of that is going to be is, you know, a, a return bank bill that'll be like... Slow it down. Oh, okay. Slow it down. When she's saying return... That means they go to pull the money out of the bank account. It's not there. Mm-hmm. Then you get a late charge from the bank, the right. that you're supposed to get. Then you get a bounce check fee from your like banking 30, institution. $40. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the minimum payment is only $20. Exactly. So now you're up to $50. And then you got bad credit. And then you got bad credit because That's you got a late part, payment. Right. You got a 30 day late on it. And God forbid if you don't catch up on that 30-day late, then it rolls into a 60-day late. Oh, well, please. Now, now you're just looking crazy. Right? You look Scared crazy. money. Don't Scared money, money don't make no money. But dumb money? Hmm. Well, dumb money can't spend money. <laughs> let, me, let me slow down another thing. When What happens when you have bad credit? I had mm. people get upset because mm. they didn't pay... Uh, a 25 minimum payment on the Capital One or the Chase card. Mm. And they said, oh, that little piece of money and they ain't gonna let me have a house? Mm. The idea being, if we can't trust you with $25, right? how are we right. gonna trust you with $300,000 mortgage right. that is 360 times you have to pay it? Mm. You can't be trusted. It's a good, like a thing. It's like, if you have a kid that crawls around on the floor and messes up their clothes. That's not a kid that you want to go out and spend good money on. They're tearing up their sleep, mm, walking mm, on the back mm, of it. Mm, so they're not mm, going to go out mm. and say, well, oh, you, oh, you want them $300 Jordans or, mm, or whatever mm. it is. But you get the idea. So no, they're not being petty. You're being petty. Huh. Take responsibility for your life. This is not, we're not here to hold your hand. We're here to tell you the truth and let you see what you're doing wrong. And it's wrong to think that you're going to miss payments and then want to come in and purchase a house and it's a a 30-year mortgage and 30 times 12 months, three times six is 36. It's 360 payments that they expect you to pay on time, but you're not out here paying for a credit card that got a thousand or $1,200 limit. Oh, girl, you better preach. You better preach. So I'm thinking the whole time you were talking, 
you remember a couple of weeks back, I told you about a gentleman that contacted me for credit repair and he was in the store shopping, right? And so I told him to get out of the store. Fast forward. He decided, honestly, we had a meeting set up the next day. I called him. Do, do, do. Is that what? Called him again. Do, do, do. Oh, no. I text him. The text bounced back. But this was a new one for me. I sent him an email and the damn email didn't even go through. I've never had that happen before. I I don't even know what that was about. They shipped him to Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Everything was shut down. Shut down. Disgrace for a grown person. Right. What does grown mean to people anyway? I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're going to go. What does grown mean to you? What that topic? Topic. That's ugly. Two weeks later, he calls me because he ran his credit report and he got some charge for his credit report. And, oh, why did I get this charge? And I said, dude, I don't know. What happened? What did you do? Oh, I, I got this charge. I said, well, let's talk about fixing your credit. Oh, something came up. What came up that you can't get your credit resolved right now? Because it's going to keep coming up. Your issues are going to keep coming up. So it's not something that you can run from. And I'm giving this example because people tend to put off today what will haunt them tomorrow. Right, right. Right? Catch that again. You put off today what will haunt you tomorrow. tomorrow. Ghostly. Ghost, you ghosting your own credits. Ghosting your own future. <laughs> we still got Halloween Ooh. on the brain, y'all. <laughs> Ooh. There's I nothing like- more scarier than being broke your whole life. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's that's horror show for real. I wish y'all could see. <laughs> I wish y'all could see her ghostly move. <laughs> I had a thought. I, I realized um, that we went fast on something else, and I want to just say that in election years, like we in right now, mm-hmm. because the gov, the president, and everybody that being reelected want you to think all good things about them, they drop the interest rate, and mm-hmm. baby, interest rates right now is two, two and a half percent. And the average before that was like five, five and a half. Let me put it in this perspective. Let's Mm -hmm. say hypothetically, you purchased a house before the interest rates went down. Right. Interest rates was five, let's just say 5%. Right. $300,000 house. Mm -hmm. Your mortgage on that $300,000 house would be approximately Mm $1,500. Now, we're at where we're at now, two, two and a half. Let's just say two percent, just to be, you know, clear. Two percent on the same three hundred thousand dollar house is six hundred dollars. Mm, mm, same mm, house, mm. three hundred thousand at five percent is fifteen hundred. That's almost It's the same house, and you're getting it for six hundred. 600 versus 1500, 5% versus 
2%. Money is cheap. So if you if you like, okay, there's a lot of people that's not making $100,000. So what? If you are making $40,000, $30,000, whatever you're making, yeah. right now that money is going to be stretched longer, yep. wider, better, because the interest rates are low. Mm -hmm. Get it while it's hot. So Hello. that $40,000, $50,000 income is going to do miracles for you oh, right yeah. now at 2.5%, 3%. Oh, yeah. And that savings, that's almost a grand that you would have additional a month, right? 900 What could you do with that money? A lot. Oh, man. Wow. If you were, if you even mm -hmm. save that up over the course of a year... Do you do you hear? That's almost ten thousand dollars that you would have. Yes. Actually, it's over ten thousand dollars that 10, you would have. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And another thing in regards to this pandemic. Yeah. Okay, you hear this all the time. Humans are creatures of habit. Yes, we I'm are. I'm gonna slow down. Right now, if I wanted to hunt deer, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go in out late at night and early morning. That's when they're out. Right. If I wanted to find a bear in the middle of the winter, they're hibernating. Yeah. Humans, we are also animals. We do mm -hmm. things. That's how they can find criminals. We just do things in the same circle. It's habitual. We do it over and over, over yeah. again, creatures of habit. So, yeah. um, I was saying that to say, I, thought, I forgot my, um, um, because you out hunting deer early in the morning, <laughs> late at night, looking for the deer. <laughs> we are creatures of habit. And what the pandemic has done, after 30 days, that's why when you go and you watch a TV or commercial, they said, if you don't like it, hold on it for 60 days. And if you don't like it, send it back. They know if you do anything for 30 days. Remember I told you I studied psychology. So mm -hmm. anything you do, um, more than 30 days becomes a habit mm -hmm. and then you automatically redo it. So my thought process is that during this pandemic, all of us, because we have nowhere to go, nowhere to travel. A lot of us don't have jobs, but those that have jobs are doing at home. We now have been trained by this pandemic not to spend money. Mm. We need to continue in that vein. And what I'm saying to you, make Christmas about Christ again. Make your holiday about yeah. whoever you serve and whatever you serve. I'm not just saying Christ. You can be Jewish, you can be um, Buddhist, whatever you are. Right. You need to take that time and get back into your religion and not be out here with Christmas trees and um spending all this money, have a nice dinner, sit down, talk, make some handcrafts, don't spend all this money, invest in yourself. And another nah, thought nah, process. Nah, nah, girl, I'm gonna have a tree. Nah, I'm gonna have a tree for my Well, family. I'm saying a tree, but you don't have to have all the <laughs> All the stuff so. in and, well, it's, it's absolutely true. I mean, you are 200% correct. COVID has taught us to appreciate, to decrease, and to maximize, right? right? Maximize, right. decrease spending, maximize our space, maximize our talents, right. absolutely. The 
conscientious of our talents, right? You have to be conscious of your talents. And at the same time, you're creating new talents, right? You're, you're becoming even more talented in the things that you do. You have to, right? Now you're working at home. You got the kids running around. You got, you know, your spouse in the same space and you're all trying to survive. So you have to be talented in your space. Mm-hmm. But some people, some people have not fully embraced the pandemic restraint. They've been out spending and shopping and and doing as if. And so when you have that happen and you are trying to achieve goals, you get stuck. Remember I talk about that hamster wheel, right? You get stuck because you're just going around and around in a circle and you're not doing anything. Mindless, thoughtless movements. It's insanity is what it is. It is. And what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing the same way and expecting a different outcome. You got it. Perfectly said. So the gentleman that I was telling you about, Mm, 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 mm. that's insane that's insanity it's insane that he would think that he could buy a house and have all these things on his credit continue to go out shopping get his phone disconnected and not address the issue of today that will assuredly haunt him tomorrow he can't be trusted no he can't he's not disciplined and he doesn't recognize his talents he doesn't value those talents he doesn't value his talents. And you know what else? He doesn't see that he's enough. And he is enough. He is enough. He's, he's, yeah, he, we are all enough. Right? Huh? And, enough. and you know, the thing with credit, a lot of people don't realize is someone saying, listen, I'm going to give you this money. Right. And when you get paid, you're going to pay me back. So it's a, a promise. It's yeah. a trust. It's a trust situation, it is. and that's why when you don't pay the money back, you've broken yeah. the trust. You've broken a promise. You can't be trusted. You don't live within your means. And back to the situation when I couldn't get that job, I listened back to the broadcast, and it hurt my feelings to say it. It hurt me when you would when you asked me the question because I Uh-oh. wasn't ready. Uh oh. I, I was just being honest. It bothered me to tell you that I couldn't get that job. It really did. Wow, even after all those years. Yes, it's it's been at least 30 years. And it Mm. bothered me to say it. Mm -hmm. And then I forgot about it. And then I Mm -hmm. listened back at the broadcast. And I heard it. And it hurt me again. Wow. You know what? It's very real. And, you know, it's a reminder of a place that you were and some place that you don't want to ever go back again and now you know what it's not your truth it's your truth but it's no longer your reality it's no longer your reality it's your truth all right hello hello Hello. that was a nugget (laughs) a nugget yeah that was a nugget it's your truth but it's no longer your reality and speaking of reality i got to get back to um christmas because that was great right so Christmas is coming up and you're absolutely right. 
we need to think about Christmas in a totally different vein. It doesn't need to be high scale, you know. And listen, are you even able to go with your family because this pandemic is running rapid? Right, like, can right. you even be with your family? It may just right. be something small at your house. But what the well, the first thing that I would recommend that it we do is set a budget. Right. Set a realistic budget on what you're going to spend and be realistic about the things that you are purchasing, right? Do you need five pairs of shoes, really, if you have nowhere to go? Well, to the point, if we're going to, you know, impress upon them that they are enough if you have one pair of shoes, you don't need another pair. And I don't know anybody that don't have at least five pairs of shoes. So here we are, let's just train on that. In mm. addition with Christmas, and you say budget, I think if you're, you're Nayoshi, if I may say so, that I feel like that you're painting with too broad of a brush again. Set realistic amounts. How about this? Whatever your take to home is, let's say you take home after taxes five hundred. Mm. What you spend on Christmas shouldn't be more than two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm. So you know, I would have to disagree because I mean that's good, but I'm disagreeing with the broad brush, right? Because everybody's budget is going to be different. So that's a great method that you gave. Let me acknowledge that first and foremost. But when I say thank set you, a budget, you. of course, of course, you know, it's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's budget is going to be different. So where I'm coming from is from the standpoint of knowing where you stand, right? Knowing your finances. You got a K-N-O-W knowing where your, your baseline is, where you're starting from. So if you have savings and savings is going to be the account from which you draw to spend on Christmas, set a budget. If you have $1,000 saved, absolutely don't spend the entire $1,000 on Christmas. Don't do it. Right. The rule for that $1,000 is supposed to be only one third, though. Let's just say it. That's right. what I mean by a broad brush. Brush, let's get down to the meat of what a budget is because you're just saying a word, you know, and a, a concept. And I think they need a little more guidance to it. You know, yeah, but a budget. A, a budget and so all right we can have our first spat on air right because <laughs> a, a budget you you can have a budget of any amount right it, it doesn't have to be a, a definite amount and my budget is going to be different from your budget and your budget is going to be different from somebody else's I mean you were driving the Maserati right somebody else may be driving the Hyundai yeah I have put you out on front street I did but I'm just saying, you want to talk about the real, so let's give real examples. But that so, was based on a number when you said budget. But that was no. You said a thousand dollars savings. I said one third of that number, or fifty percent of your check. 
See, that's no, no, no. See, all right. So I'm about to get real, real on you. Let me just break you down for a moment, Miss. I got five cars in my driveway. Who oh, in the what hell? golf course? What <laughs> golf course? What hole are you on in the golf course? No, 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 Excuse you, excuse you. What I'm saying to you is, is that everyone's budget is going to be different. And when I talk about budget, I just mean setting a very specific amount, an amount that I'll use my grandmother's analogy, set an amount that you can afford to lose, right? Don't lend more than you can afford to lose. So don't spend more than you can afford to lose. If you have a thousand dollars saved, then set a realistic budget, three to four hundred dollars. That's thirty to forty percent of what you have saved. But you now have to. Here's a question. I'm go sorry. Right so mm-hmm. what? What if they don't have any money saved? Well, then you need to start saving right now. And here's a real task on how you can get there. Put five dollars a day away. What was the what was the example that I gave during the last um, episode? I said to write down to get your little spiral book, right? Write down everything that you're spending, and then look at one to two things that you can cut out that you're spending frivolously every day or every week. If it's a cup of Starbucks coffee, if it's you know eating out Dunkin' Donuts in the morning for breakfast. You can afford to take $5 a day and start spending that towards, or saving that, I'll say. Spending that towards yourself. That's your talent. Invest your talent in you. So if you put $5 a day away for the next 50, 30 days, rather, let's just start there because that's simple math. Five times 30 is what? 15? So. 150 that's $150 for the next 30 days. You do that times two and do $10 a day, that's $300 for the next 30 days. There's your Christmas money right there. House, and you could do this again on automatic payments. You could just have it come out of one account and go right into a savings account automatically every day Boom, you don't even have to think about it. It's free, it's automated, and you know, come December 21st or whenever you're gonna start doing your shopping, that money's gonna be there. Mm. I mean, I wanna add one more little nugget to it. Nothing I'm disagreeing with right now. Come on, I'm ready for you, come on. (laughs) I was gonna say, um, there was a time where my money wasn't that great. Yeah. And what I did is I bought one gift Okay. One main gift, mm-hmm. it be a, a video game or um, it was a pair of sunglasses or whatever. Yeah. And then I waited mm-hmm. two days, three days after Christmas mm-hmm. and the same items that was on sale before Christmas mm. were 50% off. Mm. So I was able to go into stores mm-hmm. and had I spent the items that was on the list, Right. I would spend maybe another thousand dollars, let's say. Right, right. Then the week after Christmas, it's all the stuff at you know, after they go through the whole return and stuff. Yeah. The stuff was 30, 40, 50 percent cheaper. So that thousand dollars 
was on, I only spent 700. Right. So the whole thing is you could have one item of your choice and then, you know, three or four days after Christmas, sometime it was in January, we would, you know, get that extra pair of sneakers you wanted or whatever pair of clothes you wanted from Macy's or whatever. Um, we're just here trying to, and there's no so wrong way. There's it's restraint. No, it's there's restraint. No, exactly. There's no wrong way. Um, Nyosha obviously thinks different from me. We're both saying the same thing, and it's just <laughs> the way you have to arrive at it. Now, I may take the parkway, and she may take, you know, a, a side cut or whatever, but as long as we all, you know, be more cognizant of your, your spending and the way the world wants to get your money out of your pocket. And I'm going to say this really quick. You pay everybody else. So we talked about that. You pay the people, you pay the farmer, you pay the guy at the gas station, you pay the deli guy, you pay your automobile. Pay yourself. Pay yourself first. Don't forget to pay yourself because you are going out and you're working for that money. Right. And it's your money. You should be paying yourself. And how do you know if you're paying yourself? If you don't have any money at the end of the week or the end of the month, mm-hmm. if you're not making it from one paycheck to another, you are not paying yourself. If you don't have a savings account, you're not paying yourself. You need to have a savings account. Stop paying everybody else and pay yourself first. Right, everybody else is getting it. The clothing maker, the designers. Right. Everybody's getting your money. It's something you. Exactly. Exactly right. So, Mo, we gave a lot of great nuggets today. And just to wrap it all up, whether you're the novice investor, again, you know, you're you're the middle ground person just trying to figure some things out and do things in a different way, or you're well on your way, but you know what? You just want some new creative ideas. The point of today is don't be scared of your talent, i.e. money, right? But don't make dumb decisions with your money either. Don't make dumb decisions today that will haunt you tomorrow. Practice constraint. Work your budget. Know what your finances are and be very real with yourself. If you don't have it, you don't have it. And now you gotta... Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was do a financial intervention with yourself. Exactly. For some reason that just came up. <laughs> no, but it's so true. Sometimes I walk financial... around, right? I walk around the house arguing with myself, like you know you didn't need that. Come on, exactly. stop it. Exactly, stop it. Go this put that financial... back in the car. We're taking that back. You have to be hard on yourself. <laughs> this is financial Boy. intervention, right? Here. Financial <laughs> intervention. Yo, we gotta club that. We gotta, we gotta keep that. Yeah, this is FI for you, and be cognizant more than anything just be cognizant be aware be vigilant that's the word that's going around right now right be vigilant y'all because we don't know what the next few months are going to bring and we have to make sure that we are in a position to sustain ourselves so the challenge for you all is to again go back Write everything down that you're spending on a daily basis. When you write it down, look for 
one to two things that you can eliminate from your daily spending. And what you're going to do with that savings is you're going to put that money into your savings account. Mm. Five to ten dollars. Five to ten dollars. That's it. I I think it's a great great, um, idea. And I would like if we can get some feedback from some people that said, this is how, this is what I did. To save money, whether you give up the Starbucks and make it at home, mm. or bring your sandwich in, or cut back on some of your credit card interest rate, you renegotiate it. I mm. would love to hear from at least two or three different people what mm-hmm. did they do to basically save on their talents, their money, and to start building that that nest egg of savings just from our conversation. How did mm-hmm. what what worked? Because um Although me and Nyosha are both in the same direction, we have diff- very different ways of thinking about things. So hopefully one of Clearly. the ways, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully one of the ways resonated, one of the examples of we gave today um, resonates with you and it ignited some type of thought process so, and we would love to know what did work and what doesn't. And, and it's, there's, again, no um, right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Right. As long as it's working and long as you're moving towards your ultimate goal of financial freedom. I always say progress is progress as long as you're moving forward, right? And so with that, we are going to progress to the end of this episode. Um, Mo Money said it. We would love to hear from y'all. We're not talking at y'all. We are talking with y'all. So send us a message. Send us an email. Currency for currency. Currency for currency at Gmail. You can contact us there. If you have questions for Mo about the real estate space, if you have questions for me about your credit repair, or you just want to talk and have a conversation about your currency matter, we'd love to hear from you. Mo, thanks for your time. Thank you. And thank everybody for uh, coming and listening. And we look forward to new, bigger things. It's almost yes. a new year. Almost. All right. Talk to you later. Good night. Good night. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We brought you the dollars and definitely the cents so you could cash in on all your MMH factors. So come on back, grab more nuggets, and get your mind, your money, and your home all addressed in one place. It's currency for currency, y'all. See you next time.